0: And welcome to the Full 90s Soccer Time Podcast, our weekly look into Seattle Sounders FC nerdy soccer culture, Facebook, Twitter outrage, fan outrage, in an attempt to understand the hottest soccer league, pretty poorly funded all around. But man, those sponsor logo bucks are going great. MLS, way to go. We're your hosts from Mornings on 107.7 The End. I'm Gregor, and he's been in the locker room on the pitch and in the stats booth, just getting COVID all over his face. He's Brandon from the internet.
1: No, no, none of that.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. I just it's just I just read what's written. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Oh, I did write. You know, uh, you're,
1: you're, I do need to delete that off of our our little Google Doc here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how this?
1: No, is. You just a quick. Oh, sorry. You just mentioned that the the sponsor money going all uh, all away, and um, I'm just wondering like how much less money Adidas has to pay now that
0: their logo in the center of the pitch has been shrunk to like half the size. Yeah, because even though it's still pretty big, it does look like it's been at least a fifty or sixty percent reduction. So it looks a lot better. But again, I wonder why it can't just be painted there. Yeah, who knows? Uh, like, I, I, it's a step that I don't want to take into the future of soccer. Like, I don't need the Premier League to have some sort of like bet three 2 one on it, or like some Chinese gambling site all over the like written all over a field or even digitally projected but anyway yeah is that the future of MLS is like the rest of the season are we going to have dumb stuff on the
1: i don't know i like i i feel like it'd be really weird to go to a game um well like we talked about in a previous podcast the ratings are crap so who are they really doing the soccer matches for it's for the people in the stadium so a bunch of blue walls with the MLS logo on it <laughs> is not going to advertise anything for the people in the
0: stadium therefore it's definitely what's going to happen definitely because it's the worst possible idea <laughs> do us a quick solid and click on through to apple Podcasts. give us a rating definitely five stars but primarily leave us a comment we just want to know your favorite ever seattle sounders fc player who didn't play in the tournament <laughs> from uh joe paulo to trey muse i guess sure that's that's great um i'd also argue that Rui dance hasn't played yeah well that's 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 just rude.
1: We well, yeah. Rudy Diaz,
0: <laughs> Rudy 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 Diaz, <laughs> it writes itself. Anyway, um, I love this. Um, it's not a review. Say on Apple Podcasts, for instance. I'm finding out just how much people don't have Apple Podcasts, which is cool. Uh, that you're using other sources. I like that. But I love this. Um, it's a bit of fan outrage. It's a bit of a review, asking if you see the Sounders moving on to the next round or not midway through that Chicago Fire match, and the response from Daniel is no and it pisses me off and my favorite sounder is Alonzo and your podcast is five stars by the way hashtag fan outrage
1: <laughs> did,
0: I think uh, I read that right
1: the, the only thing that he's missing is uh, which bird he thinks would win
0: in a fight with an ostrich yeah the wizard bird obviously so <laughs> alright great Uh, This week, the you can't score if you foul. Oh, wait, yes, you can. Seattle Sounders FC take on the, oh, yeah, hold my Molson. Vancouver Whitecaps FC in a battle for who's the worst Cascadian team at MLS is crap tournament.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I don't even need to add anything to that. That was perfect. Great.
0: Uh, Let's talk about some... Relevant bird news real quick, just before we get going. Okay. I, I will
1: have you know that you put this in the document, and I didn't know what it was, and I clicked on it before the podcast and started laughing a lot.
0: In relevant bird news, congratulations to Harry Wingo, who scored his first <laughs> European goal. He plays for a team that used to be coached by uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer.
1: Did I get that right? Yeah, probably. I don't
0: know. I can never say It's
1: Norwegian, so I don't think our mouths are like evolved enough to say it. Properly.
0: My mouth is certainly not, but I, it's from all the deep dish pizza I've been eating. Yeah. Um, anyway, this is the team that he managed before he moved to Manchester United to become the manager there in the succession of people that have failed to manage that club well. Anyway, Harry Wingo plays at Molda, is the name of it, and scored his first uh, his first European goal, and it was a pretty sweet goal. Pretty, a thing of beauty off of a off of a cross way outside, and then blasted it in from the 18-yard box. Congratulations, Harry. Harry. Henry. Congratulations, Henry. Henry. Yes. Hank. <laughs> Hank, Hank
1: go yeah. he's the um, he was a Sounders homegrown player like a few years ago, and he went to go play at MOLDA with uh another former Sounder, Magnus Wolf Eichram.
0: Yeah, I bring up deep dish pizza though because right before we started, I thought you had a pizza box, and I was, you were like, this is too tall, and I was like, how is a pizza box too tall? You have an awesome, like it can't possibly be too tall of a pizza, and you were like. This is deep dish and I don't like deep dish pizza. I
1: don't, yeah, I don't, I don't feel um, like we need to talk about this on the podcast. (laughs) I don't feel like I need to be uh, roasted for my opinions or my feelings about you. You're yucking my yum, man. That's what's happening. You're yucking
0: my yum. I feel like you're the one who's all yuck when you should be yum.
1: No, everybody can like, everybody else can like Chicago style or deep dish pizza. That is totally
0: fine. I would prefer to not eat it. I don't enjoy it. What is it that you don't like about deep dish pizza? And I can I can actually pour some fire on the negativity or fuel on the negativity fire also. But what is it about Chicago? Is it is it because you're so upset about the the result? Yeah, are you taking because I hate Chicago? Yeah, are you taking this out of Chicago, a city you've never been to?
1: Yeah, I um I preemptively uh sorry. How did first of all I didn't. How do you know that I've never been to Chicago? Chicago, uh, Chicago. Second of all, you're right. I've never been to Chicago. <laughs>
0: You know what? Because I am a co-host on this podcast, in which we've talked about it. Ah, oh, great, makes sense.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't remember anything we've ever talked about on this podcast. Before, no, no, no. This it's like, it's like <laughs> one...
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like one of three things I can like remember. It's like yeah. we talk about wizard birds. There's people get mad about sumo. Effectively, any topic I bring up is like a big tune out for everybody. So yeah, great. Um, yeah.
1: yeah uh, great. Anyway, uh, I, it's like a texture thing for me, like the Chicago uh, Chicago style pizza. Like I, I just like I. It's a uh, the the ratio of of crust to sauce mm-hmm. to cheese to toppings on a regular pizza or a new york style pizza uh is perfect to me there no need to change it and if i wanted something different mm-hmm. than that i would go for like a calzone or something mm. um, whoa
0: hold on i love a calzone I th- there we can agree <laughs> yeah, i mean i love a calzone, it, especially if you fill it with like meatballs. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I'd be mean, like, that,
1: what else do you fill a calzone with, right?
0: You want to go to Alfie's? Like, should we go do that? Should we just skip yeah. this and just go have eat calzone? One hundred percent. No. Was it called Alfie's? Is that the place over in Greenwood? Uh, anyway, there's, no a in Kir- there's a place in there's uh, a place in Kirkland called Deru. I'm just gonna plug local businesses, evidently today. There's a place. It's kind of like a fancier place that my wife loves, and it turns out that I do too. I'll uh, Deru. I could see you liking it, Brandon um and they in the summertime they pick their own little tomatoes and make their red sauce fresh like right there and i didn't know why i hated red sauce is because it just sits forever it's too spicy it's full of acid it makes you feel like garbage afterwards in like 10 minutes garbage when you pick your own tomatoes from out in the garden and bring them in and chop them up and make it into a red sauce it is delicious a fresh tomato made into a sauce before your eyes that doesn't sit oh my god you, so you're making uh, Kirkland you would,
1: sound like the Tuscany of of Washington like between the wine country up north mm, and then the the yeah, fresh picked tomato sauce
0: yeah it's uh it's uh, the the Cinque Terre of, yeah. <laughs> of it's right there on the water it's yeah. a, I'm just saying dayru is really kick ass if you've been there you know but when it comes to deep dish pizza or pizza in general, a red sauce that is too, mm, is uh, it doesn't do it for me. you're like you gonna see my the Italian, Italian hands, like, yeah. yeah. like, hey, you cut me off. Uh, I don't like your sauce. Yeah, um, yeah. If it's uh, it's got too much spice or too much, if it's sat too long, it's not for me. Like if you um, if you order, it's a good question for you. If you order mozzarella sticks, yeah. breaded and fried, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you dip them into? I I dip them in the red sauce. I'm a ranch guy because I use I hate everyone's red sauce. Yeah. And so you get a deep dish pizza and it's like ninety percent red sauce. Like it's just like the grossest tomato soup full of cheese. And the cheese redeems it, but
1: just of course. I think we're uh the, the thing with ranch for me is um like if you get uh takeout mozzarella sticks or something like that, say mm. you don't have ranch, so you just use the stuff at home. Um yeah. r- I'm like weird about ranch. Like at home oh, and yeah. this is like a thing, like at home ranch is different than restaurant ranch and oh for sure i did a whole lot of digging into this like a couple weeks ago and like this is very recent for me so it's very hot Mm -hmm. and uh, i'm bothered um it's uh he's hot and bothered (laughs) i am hot and bothered uh ranch made in uh ranch uh, like the stuff that you eat at (laughs) home (laughs) ranch and uh the stuff that you eat at home is made with like vegetable oil as the base and the stuff that you eat at the uh, at the restaurant is made with cream as a base or something like that. I don't know. Something, a mayonnaise, mayonnaise as a base. So the ranch that you eat in the restaurant is just not made with vegetable oil and it's so much better. Wait a second. It's not mayonnaise based. It's like something like that. It's like, it's, it's cream no, or... No, it's like cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like
0: heavy cream. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the Although That's why they should do it with mayonnaise, in my opinion. <laughs> well, you wanted to taste hate or flavor hate or whatever you said yeah i'm here for it yeah Uh, anyway you go to go out and you go to chicago Chicago. i don't care no 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 i'm just trying to say that like i i've never heard someone be like i don't like chicago style pizza but also like if you everyone defaults to luminati god damn i'm just saying illuminati if you go to the illuminati when you're in chicago it'll be a delicious (laughs) Luminati i can't say the word it is not my day, Brandon. It is not my day. I'm not going to even try. Moving on. Uh, there was a soccer match. It was terrible. Which is why we're talking about pizza. <laughs> yeah, which would you say that was worse? The first 11 minutes of this podcast or the 99 minutes of Sounders soccer that
1: we saw? Let's just say I would rather eat a Chicago-style pizza than ever have to watch that
0: <laughs> match again. <laughs> you told me you didn't want to talk about this. It has delivered. Let me tell you. <laughs> Uh yeah, man. That was some real bad. That was bad enough soccer that I'm okay leaving Ariaga in Florida. So, somewhere remote so he doesn't get the COVID, but like we can just leave him there. He can yeah. just think about what he's done.
1: I went back and looked at the um like our podcast at uh, Full 90 podcast on Twitter. I went back and looked at our tweets from the match. And, um, like the first few minutes I was like, wow, this team looks so much better than the team that played against, uh, San Jose, uh, like four days before or whatever it was. Yeah. And,
0: um, and then it just all went downhill from there. Seattle Sounders FC in 2020, giving it their full nine. That should be the marketing campaign. (laughs) Full nine. The zero just
1: crossed out.
0: Full full 19. That kind of sounds better.
1: Yeah, it, it was not great. Sounders obviously lost no, two, no, no. two to one. Uh, it, off of two just like very bad mistakes from uh, mm-hmm. Ariaga. And the first the first mistake was just like bad. Like he just misplayed. He didn't even play a ball. It just went over the top. And if you're a center back, the first yeah, rule yeah. they teach you is don't let the yeah. ball bounce. Uh, you have to play the ball while it's in the air. Otherwise, you just never know where it's gonna go. And the second one was just poor marking on his part. Um and that is all she wrote
0: yeah it was um let's be clear the the team was not good um and so it wasn't like those two errors are the only things that lost the match for them it was like the other 97 minutes where Headwalla Buana didn't have two dynamite minutes of action yeah
1: yeah that i ruined that. i think like the the worst part about this game is not the fact that the sounders are have traveled all the way to florida in the midst of a pandemic to play Mm. soccer for money for people that uh are not us the worst part is that i woke up at 6 a.m to watch this match and was left feeling like it's like waking up at 6 a.m and like just immediately stepping in dog (laughs) and then like your your entire day is ruined at that point you know it's like why even try for anything else like these people this game was meant to be like okay the sounders get back on track i love the sounders i'm glad that soccer is back here we go ah oh, nuts Like <laughs> oh, nuts. <laughs>
0: this,
1: now my day is ruined i can't do anything
0: well anymore it's oh man i was trying to do ruined and rui diaz into one Someone it was ruined, ruined diaz <laughs> ruined diaz there we go thank you up uh, for me, I get up at that time every day sure. anyway, and I have to be sharp and, I mean, <laughs> whatever that means. At 6 a.m. every day, I have to be firing off the jokes, hey, which means that I'm up way earlier than that to prepare and everything. And so I like stayed up until midnight the night before, getting everything ready so I could just turnkey my morning show, <laughs> Industry Secrets, and... So I got up and I was watching this match and then just like popping away just to do my show from home real quick. But everything was already ready and recorded and cut and ready to go. So I could just like 90% give myself over to an awesome soccer match in a tournament that's World Cup style with all of the things you want. Your full 90%. My full 90 uh, podcast on Twitter. I'm now Facebook. Yeah. So follow us on Facebook at Full90Podcast. Please do that. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I like... Later on in the day, I was so tired because I robbed myself of crucial sleep, like so many people did. I got, you know, I go to sleep every night. I get into bed by eight forty-five, and so stay up till midnight is like a feat, right? And later in the day, I was reflecting back. I was like, oh, there was a soccer match earlier today, and I hated it. (laughs) And it, I haven't slept since then, and it feels like a dream. Like one of those dreams where like you're. In the pool, but it's not deep enough for you to drown, but also you can't get out. And then you step in dog <laughs> A turd just goes submarining by you, and you're like, ah! You have to waffle stomp it down the pool filter. Boy, this has gone a direction I did not anticipate. Sorry. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, Sounders ruined everyone's day, I feel like, that was there for the soccer. So many people woke up late, and they're like, what did I miss? And like, ho, oh, ho, ho, let me tell you. Yeah. Everything and not a lot. Yeah, now all of those people who are talking about
1: um, why they're boycotting the Sounders matches, now I'm kind of envious of that. Like, they're boycotting them because they don't agree with the fact that we should be playing soccer in the midst of a global pandemic. Uh, and yeah. now I'm like, oh, yeah. I, if if for no other reason than to save me that 100 minutes of <laughs> suffering that I had to sit through at 6 in the morning.
0: Yeah, for all of the reasons that we've talked about, that, the, that MLS is abusing <laughs> their personnel here. It's like the... Yeah, I get it why people are upset about. But at the same time, they're gonna MLS gonna MLS, man. You could I'm be my brother
1: uh Steven, who had probably a worse day than uh at least a worse morning than me, um, mm. as as it was his birthday and he decided to wake up early to drive up to my apartment to watch it with me, where we both like we both got to suffer through it. So he had to get up earlier.
0: He braved the West Seattle Bridge. Huh. That thing's gonna fall apart just to watch and then look what happened. So yeah, uh happy birthday Stephen. Uh ripe old age of 17. Congratulations. <laughs> That's great. Um thanks for all the love on Twitter. That's nice of him. Anyway. Yeah, it was uh obviously something to forget. Now you have a note here hand Buana Yeah. Is now a man.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh like I feel like he scored in MLS play, so it's not like his first goal uh, has elevated yeah. him to this this uh stature but now he's scored in florida which i feel like is a very big uh movement or a big a big moment in his in his bow movement <laughs> I, that was the only thing that wasn't terrible about this
0: match so it it really felt like it dude it was yeah. like chicago was also bad just for the yeah, record of and like that, that's where you see the the wear of florida really sinking these ships is that it's just you're playing in like these conditions that like it just looks miserable. Having to do two hydration breaks every half is like bonkers to me. That like that seems like good conditions, and that there's a team. If there's two teams now in Florida that will spend all of their summers doing this all of the time. Another mind-boggling um, feature of of MLS in America in 2020.
1: Uh speaking of like these nine AM or six AM matches for us, uh mm, yeah. this uh there's a tweet from I, I think this guy's a journalist, but he could just some be uh some guy on Twitter. It looks like he's a journalist. <laughs> he's a journalist. So uh Diego Montalvan <laughs> Uh, he says so. He he had a chance to talk to uh, to Raul Rui Diaz. So apparently Diego is Peruvian, not because he was able to speak to Raul Rui Diaz, but I saw it in his Twitter bio. Um, mm-hmm. He said, "This is what Raul Rui Gosh, darn it! Raul Rui Diaz had to say to Diego. He said, I understand MLS wants to do a nice tournament and get us playing.'" but things don't feel right. Groups of teams have all their matches at night and not at daytime when it's much hotter. That's a disadvantage. It was not a good idea to come play here. (laughs) From from his mouth, from Raul Ruiz.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I agree with him 100%. Now, we're dogging on him a little bit earlier, but he's not had a great tournament. No. He's not looked awesome. He's made some, you know, like anyone who's just coming back into form has made some mistakes in it, and it's like... Easy to find a scapegoat, but clearly he doesn't want to be there. Yeah. No one wants to be there doing this. Yeah. I like, think you can really. Imagine being a referee. Imagine being one of the referees and you're out there calling these things and everyone's screaming at you. And you're like, listen, dog, I don't want to be here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know you think I made a bad call or whatever. Yeah. Like you have like walking off the field and someone's just like jawing away at him as he's walking. Yeah, Yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah, this yeah. sucks. Everyone, this sucks. Yeah.
1: I feel like it'd be hard for Raul Ru Diaz to have a good game when he's starting every single run from between his own center backs in front of his own 16 yard box
0: yeah, I mean, he effectively played defensive midfield yeah. for for this it's um you know, I agreed with Taylor Twelman, uh oh hot take uh Taylor Twelman identified it really clearly it's like Sounders need to figure out how to stop these three defenders that are just parked in front of the box here by going deep into the corners and then firing it in behind him. And as soon as it happened, goal scored and well, Mm Bona of a Jordan Morris cross. And it was amazing. The fact that Rui Diaz isn't even up there to contend, to give those guys a hard time at the start of play. That's so crazy. And obviously everyone can see that and knows what that is. What I like is Schmetzer going, uh, giving the roast treatment there to ESPN a little bit.
1: Yeah. Speaking of, uh, of Taylor Twelman, Taylor Twelman on the broadcast uh, uh, at one point, was talking about how um, Brian Schmetzer actually watches the uh, ESPN broadcast. He, he'll go back and, and re-watch the matches, except for... <laughs> and I love that Taylor Tolman said this, because uh, he, he said that Schmetzer watches all of the matches on mute. Which <laughs> <laughs> Which I think it's because, like, it's actually true. Like sometimes I'll watch the match accidentally on me, or because I can't figure out my technology at my house. Uh, Sure, and and it's you can you end up picking up a lot more of what's actually happening on the field because you don't have Taylor Twelman's voice in your head.
0: Uh, To be fair, when we started this podcast, you couldn't figure out how to get your uh, computer unmuted. Case (laughs) in point, he's not not lying. This is a real thing here. Uh, The idea that. John Champion then gets the dog on Taylor Twellman a little bit that way is super fun. Um, But it's like, while that might be hot, that Schmetzer's dunking on ESPN, it is also not awesome to, to hear John Champion, possibly the best English announcer for soccer. English language, sorry, not like Englishman because there's two great Englishmen that are doing this for three. But possibly the best English announcer, just sounding like, an, like a second... I don't want to call him second rate because he's not, but it feels like it because the game is so slow and boring. Because and he's w- announcing MLS. Hi. Hot. Hot. But MLS in Florida in July right, right, at exactly 10 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Hot garbage. Even though he's even though he's in Connecticut where it's not a million degrees, yeah. it's just like the product is so bad, and the Taylor Twellman getting dunked on by Schmetzer, and it's all just pulling everything down further and further, which is yeah. just it's. I mean, it's garbage. Garbage. Yeah. Anyway,
1: uh, yeah, Taylor Twellman and i i also should listen on mute one not to wake up my wife who was sleeping in the other room but also just taylor yeah. tolman's voice at 6am there are very few voices <laughs> at 6am that i want to hear uh yeah. like like very very few taylor i know is, you keep tweeting at me
0: <laughs> i get that you keep it i i understand brandon okay thanks for your encouragement but i,
1: I like this uh i like this take from from Ari lillenwall who says um you know in response to the match
0: uh, journalist, independent writer and sometimes worker for Seattle Sounders FC and sometimes mls.com. Yeah. I don't remember what his full title is now, but he is a he's there at practice every time. He's covering. He's not at the actual tournament right now because no one is, but this guy his takes are always like informed.
1: Yeah. Also uh, fellow Western Washington University alumni.
0: Go Badgers! I don't know what you're... What you're um... <laughs> yeah, sure. No, Vikings, but Badgers is better. Yeah, so yeah, let's yeah, go yeah, with that. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Arlie says the general... If you, sent- hey, if you combine the two, you get Badgers? <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: that, that's <laughs> that's definitely what I'm calling up from now on. The general sentiment from people... This is what Ari says. The general sentiment from people on this thread, uh, this Twitter thread, seems to be, it's too bad the Sounders lost, but society as we know it is collapsing around us every day and there's no end in sight, so whatever. Which I think is ultimately the ov- overall correct takeaway from the match. Yeah, it's hard to think... Yeah uh that anything has any importance these days when um now all of our health data is going directly to the white house instead of the the (laughs) the organization that is meant to control these outbreaks that happen in the united states so um yeah in the grand scheme of things soccer doesn't matter nothing really matters we're all hurtling through space on a big rock of
0: water don't even get me started on how fast that is and how far we've gone since this podcast started The um that's why we do this podcast is because everything is terrible, so being able to complain about some dumb soccer match is great. And like mad respect to everyone who's putting their life on the line to make this thing happen. Like the actual players and the refs and everyone else who's out there flying and like could potentially get very ill with lifetime repercussions. Like mad props to you for like being the target of these, you know, money grubbing jerks that make this whole thing happen. But here we are complaining about it so that way we have something to at least a cathartic it's just something to take our attention off of that we can laugh about so
1: to to, uh to tie a bow on on the entire mike walton on twitter who says um if losing means being the first team out
0: of florida it's a win (laughs) that's he's one of my neighbors i like this guy so i'm at a barbershop once upon a time yeah i agree with you if it means that the team gets out of now however fc dallas first team out Before the tournament even started and they were still there like a week later. (laughs) So I don't even. Can you imagine
1: like uh, like not even FC Dallas has like medical health reasons to not be playing in the tournament? Yes, it does not make sense to fly them out of Florida while, you know, 10 plus members of their staff and team are sick. Uh so yeah put them in the double bubble the bubble inside the bubble uh bubble section yeah. whatever you want to call it uh if imagine being a team that just like played so poorly and you still have to be locked in with all of these players who beat you and are all like still competing for this tournament in excess of 1 million dollars
0: <laughs> That's not each by the way that no, is for it's everyone a, to share yeah, yeah Here you all get one <laughs> new
1: who on your way out <laughs>
0: Do I have to feed him? Is he is he trained? What does he It's Wait. like a new Hugachi. <laughs> I'm like trying to figure out which flair I should have for my Sounders FC um subreddit yeah. and I'm like, it's gotta be new right. who, right? Obviously. I mean I love Brad Evans, obviously, but like, come on, new who's the guy. Yeah, it's um it's real tough. It's this tournament and everything and seeing this team be so bad, but then like also hoping for their safety and to get them home is It's just a tough spot to be in because I want to see him win, but I also want to see him live, I think is the the point. So come on home, fellas, which brings us to um, we got another match that's brewing here. It's. Been a mess of a uh, mess of a run for Seattle and for the whole B and for this entire tournament. But last night was not great. We podca- were podcasting just after that Vancouver San Jose Earthquakes match that went into the 98th minute for the final goal, which took San Jose over Vancouver four to three. The draw was so critical to make things easier for Seattle Sounders. Now it's a giant disaster. We'll figure out what that means here next. We posed a question on Twitter about two-thirds of the way through the match. Having seen what you've seen, do Sounders advance out of Group B? And I got to tell you, at 76.3%, no was the commanding answer, and I'm not at all surprised by that. I actually thought that number might be higher based on the anger that was going around at that time.
1: I would love to talk to the 23.7% of people who responded to our poll on Twitter who uh, think that the Sounders will advance. Now... We could be looking like idiots in a few days after the next you know, few games happen in Group B. Uh, great. But that would be great for us to
0: look like idiots. Yeah. We're used to it at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's what We're playing into it. The yeah. 76%, come on, we're with you. Yeah. And let's all look like idiots. And let's let those 20-whatever percent feel good about that. That brings us to the most important player for Seattle... Hard to believe. It's gotta be Puana, right? It's the salty man water man of the match!
1: Honestly, your salty man water man of the match was anybody that is not Javier Ariaga.
0: <laughs> salty man water collected from the natural springs of the Chad Barrett River. <laughs> uh gross. Next big match for Seattle now happens um, on Sunday. There's a couple matches that are really important. Chicago versus San Jose, Seattle versus Vancouver. The best two teams and the worst two teams battle it out to figure out how this whole thing is going to shake down. It is a complicated scenario, and I don't know what to expect. But the match is at 7.30, which is my bedtime. Great. On Sunday night uh, for... Uh, Vancouver and Seattle to uh, battle it out for a Cascadian matchup that also happens in Group B. It's so crazy. Seven thirty, Walt Disney Wide World of Sports Complex, televised on FS1 and whatever TUDN is. I have watched something there. It's Twitter, basically.
1: You can watch those games on Twitter.
0: Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. So they can. Also- I,
1: I mean, like the channel is not Twitter, but if you go to Twitter and you go to MLS's
0: account on Twitter, you can live stream the match from Twitter. I haven't been able to unlock that code yet, so I'm glad you explained that. However, I'm locked out of Twitter indefinitely, so maybe, I, maybe I'll watch it on TV if I can find that. Anyway, this is a matchup between Vancouver and Seattle that I, it's like a Rubik's Cube to figure out how this whole thing settles correctly for who's going to advance. It does not look good, like for most people with a Rubik's Cube, for Seattle to advance to the next round. Tell us a little bit of um, kind of the preview for it here, The the what we can expect and what needs to happen. Sure. What we do
1: know is that the Sounders need a win. We could talk about all of the other things that need to happen in in those other matches. And I feel mm-hmm. like we've got a good grasp on it now, but the Sounders have to beat Vancouver in order to advance. They also are going to need a couple uh, some help from the other matches that happen. Now, if you watch the Vancouver, so Vancouver played against San Jose, uh, the, uh, last night. And, what happened in that match was Vancouver at one point was up two to two to nothing. Then it went to two to one. And then it was three to one. And then San Jose scored three goals in the last twenty minutes of the match. Now, none of these goals in this entire match, uh scored by Vancouver at least, it looked like they were trying to outmistake Javier Ariaga. <laughs> <laughs> like it looked like San Jose passed the ball Pulled backwards, but there was nobody back there to get to receive the ball. So Vancouver just ran it to the San Jose net. And they didn't even get to score the goal because when they went to cross it around the keeper, uh, one of the San Jose defenders just decided to put it in, in himself. So <laughs> while Vancouver did score three goals, only one of the, I mean, it, they scored the other one too, but it was like a, a very stupid mistake by the, the San Jose goalkeeper. So Vancouver, while scoring three goals in a match, they might look pretty threatening for the Sounders who have scored one goal in two matches, uh, The the Sounders should go into this feeling maybe not as threatened
0: as if they were anyway because it's Vancouver. Now my question for you is when the if there's like some when they look at who's where what the places are in the table what are the what do you call it when like you're trying to determine who advances like it's like you look at goal differential you look at um, what are those uh, in order how do they pick it first it's points. Yeah, is, it's points. So the top two teams.
1: And so, and and this is curious because I'm I'm not entirely sure how this works in um in tournament play, but like in the regular season, uh, playoff standings. Right when the Sounders are go uh, like in the playoffs, yeah. a tiebreaker is the first tiebreaker is number of wins, and then it and then it's uh your goal differential, and then it's like uh goals and then, four, I think goals maybe? four, and
0: then yeah. probably goals against whoever has the fewest. So that's. That was my big concern: is that this high-scoring match for three is bad news because if you end up with the same amount of points as somebody else, and let's say it's uh, San Jose, and they've scored four, yeah, that's like, uh, you know, having given up three. That's like a a big deal. In order that that comeback is even more essential for them, not just for the points alone, but for the tiebreakers. That's a big result. Seven seven scored in one match. Obviously, that's easy to see, but like it has implications yeah. down the road. Yeah, it- uh, man. That was, was an amazing standoff that we just had. I just don't see how you can expect one of these top two teams to win out and the other team to lose, and then for Sounders to get the right tiebreakers in order for this to happen. I can't. There's a lot of still, things still up for grabs, but I don't see a world where it's, this is an easy not easy, but this is even a likely, or even there's a slim chance for Sounders to go on.
1: I feel the the TLDR is that you want San Jose, who has these four goals, to be the top team in the, in the, in the in Group B. Have them win their their remaining game, which is against Vancouver, and then have Chicago, yeah. which is currently the second uh, the second team, win out their two remaining games, which one is against Vancouver and one is uh or sorry lose out their remaining games yeah, yeah. once against Vancouver, once against San Jose, um, and then have Sounders beat Vancouver, and then it doesn't really matter what vancouver does as long as they lose to the sounders
0: um wait so is that one of the tiebreakers is if seattle beats vancouver because we could have the same record as seattle could have the same record as vancouver but if, if it, it no to- because
1: vancouver lost their first game and then they would have lost to the sounders and then the only thing okay. that, it wouldn't matter if they beat uh uh they 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 could beat chicago in the in the remaining game
0: and then okay so let me yeah. let me understand this san jose has to win against chicago yeah. Seattle has to win against Vancouver for this to even be a possibility. And then Chicago needs to lose their last two games. So one of those is against Vancouver. Yeah.
1: Right. But if Vancouver wins that game, they'll only be on three points,
0: which we would hit, yeah, we'd yeah, beat yeah. them points anyway. So... Yeah, (laughs) this is very confusing. We'll see it play out. But on Sunday, the results we're looking for is a San Jose victory and a Seattle victory. And then the rest of it comes down to a million days from now when the final match is played because this tournament is stupid. So you need a Sounders victory and a San Jose victory for us to even be talking about this next week with anticipation going into Thursday's final match for the group. Yeah. And and the Sounders should feel somewhat emboldened. The Whitecaps,
1: uh, even going into this tournament, even before a single kick was played, they knew that they would be out, uh, be without uh, like one, two, three, four, five, six players, uh, including Lucas Cavallini and Freddie Montero, who are two of their uh, two of their main playmakers on the team. Now, that didn't keep them from accidentally scoring two goals and scoring one actual good goal. <laughs> Ali Adnan is the guy to watch out on their team. Um, Whew, but he looked good. Yeah, he looked good. He scored a great goal for them. They do have a depleted bench. I think the question is how many guys are they going to be able to put on their bench? You know, they're allowed 25, but I'm sure they're only filling like 15 or 16 hey,
0: at this point. Who's that guy at the end of the bench? Is it <laughs> Turf Boney? <laughs> Turf Boney with the literal slide tackle of Ariaga.
1: <laughs> it's like that scene from Austin Powers, the steamroller, like going over the
0: guy. Okay, so Sunday, Sunday night, seven thirty p.m. is when Sounders and Vancouver play. You just mentioned that Vancouver is depleted; they don't have a lot of people. Uh, Aliadnan is the is the big threat from their team. The other big threat from Vancouver is actually Seattle's central defense. By the end of the match, both center backs had left the match. One had subbed out for being. Subpar, and the other one looked like it was injury. I haven't followed up on that to see how Yamar is doing uh, injury wise.
1: It sounds like it was a quad or a hamstring strain on Yamar, and it it from at least what I've heard, he's gonna. Uh. There it is, the injury generator. What's it? What do we got? He has uh the ugliest shoelaces. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah but he's definitely uh it, it sounds like the, the the team has already confirmed that they're gonna hold him from even competing in the in the final match against vancouver just as a precaution uh he, then who knows if he's out for the rest of the tournament or if it is just that if it is just gonna i mean
0: if that's even gonna be relevant to the sounders at this point are they gonna have shane super mario o'neill come on did you see that when he came on subbed on and he like jumped he's like i could hear the super mario noise and the brick breaking it was awesome i I actually thought he played well when he came on
1: and and gustav svensson after uh, ariaga was was subbed off gustav svensson went back there so it's not like the sounders don't have options at the back uh they do they're just not the two guys that you're paying like seven new who's to play for your team
0: all right, in case you just woke up from Florida heat stroke or got your leg bitten off by a gator and finally the blood is flowing again, it's too long, didn't listen. TLDL. Yeah, too long, didn't listen. It's Ranch. <laughs>
1: ranch. Ranch.
0: Ross Fletcher used to always make fun of me for how I said my A's. I'd be like, hey, what's Andy up to? And he'd be like, Andy, it's Andy. Andy. Yeah, and I'd be like, well, what's his name? And he'd be like, Andy. Andy. And I'm like, whatever. Get out of here. Andy, good to see you. Um, it's ranch, and so nothing ever like signifies America more than saying the word ranch. Does
1: that mean that Ross's
0: uh, American name is Rass? Hey, hey, Rass. Rass. I don't. I, the, o, O's and A's are different, I think. But yes, too long, didn't listen. Go, Vadgers! Beat those beavers!
1: <laughs> Uh and too long didn't listen. We want to see them win, but we want to see them live.
0: Take a look into your crystal Pepsi ball. Tell me where you're gonna watch the match and what you expect the result to be on Sunday night, 730. FS1 is the place to catch that on TV or on Twitter as you pointed out before. Um yeah, so I will probably be watching from home
1: like everybody else who's not boycotting it. And I will be watching from uh Twitter, like air streamed or whatever you call it to the, sure. to, the to the big TV. Uh,
0: brag <laughs> and <laughs> now, where do you keep it with all your bikes in the house? Do you just hang it on your bikes, yeah. or do you... yeah, yeah, yeah? Okay. Um, and I'm
1: not too confident about this one, so I think that the Sounders will only win like seven nothing.
0: They'll, they'll they'll put a wig in on them. First of all, how dare you steal my joke? <laughs> Secondly, I'm with you seven nil. Seattle. You can follow Full 90 Soccer Time podcast on social media,
1: at Full 90 Podcast on Facebook and Twitter, and at Full 90 Soccer Time on Instagram.
0: You know, we really fluffed that up. If you know what I mean. And don't forget to rate, review, and tell a friend.
1: Hot Rubbish.